Welcome to Who's Next Door, the show that digs into the drama, conflicts, and unsolved mysteries lurking on everyone's favorite neighborhood social network. I'm your host, Cheryl. And I'm your host, Jesse. We're neighbors in mid-city Los Angeles. We're also walking buddies. Come take a walk with us as we get to know the people behind the posts. Hey, Jesse, find any good posts today? I got something better than a post. I have a whole section called Lost and Found. Ew. You know, the Lost and Found at my kid's school is so gross. Well, the Lost and Found at your kid's school is the Lost and Found at my kid's school. (laughs) And yeah, it is a little germy. It's gross. But this Lost and Found is on your neighborhood social network, and it's sanitary. It's as clean as your computer. I just ate lunch over my computer. (laughs) But anyway, all right, what did you find in the Lost and Found section? Dogs and cats and more dogs and cats. Do you realize how many dogs and cats are being lost and found right now in our neighborhood? No. How many? So many. (laughs) Because we got Lucky the Beagle lost. That's not so lucky. Frappuccino, the unaltered male apricot mixed breed, is also lost. Watch out, ladies. (laughs) His owner should look for him on Tinder. (laughs) Lalu, the chipless, collarless brown dog visiting from Sacramento, who began exploring our neighborhood, quote, independently, (laughs) is also lost. All right. They were just asking for trouble. Yeah, I mean, L.A. is more exciting than Sacramento. Of course he's going to start exploring L.A. (laughs) Many pets were also found. Sydney, the terrier, lost and then found. Mm -hmm. Lynx, the gray cat, lost and found. Chester, the orange tabby, lost and, well, maybe found. Actually, that's unclear if that was really Chester the cat. There's been a lot of debate about that. (laughs) You know, it's an epidemic. Yeah, and my friend Mary has a personal story about her dog, Bella. Oh, I think we should go talk to her. Okay. Just don't act shocked when you see Bella. Wait, why? What's up with Bella? Let's just take a walk. Okay, heading up Mary's walkway in her lovely house. See the dog? Hi! Hi, Mary! Hi! Hi, guys! How are you? Hi, Bella! Oh, Bella is missing some fur. Yeah, she... She has allergies. It's time for her. <laughs> She's allergic to... It's time for her. It's it's a whole thing, but I know what's going on. Don't worry. Okay. Don't put that in the podcast, though. <laughs> I'm, I'm so excited to go for this walk. Let me get her leash and stuff. All right, so here we are with Mary and Bella. And Bella's and... a little white... What kind of dog is she? Multi-poo. Rescue. Well, a rescue multi-poo. She's scrawny. Can I say that? You may. She's a little scrawny and she's missing some hair. No, she's no. She's scrampy no. looking. But Don't but say that. We know she's that she's cute. well cared for. She's cute. And it's enough to say she's a rescue. Okay, she's a rescue. Mary, can you tell us what did you lose and what did you find? Okay, so um, Bella had these dog walkers that used to pick her up from the house and take her to their place and pick up a bunch of other dogs. So one of the days that she was going, I forgot to put her collar on her because we were just playing and... So anyway, I get a call from them that they lost her. She ran out of the car at one of their stops. And I was just at the office, so I just like hopped in my car and drove over, but I did stop for a minute and a couple people said, you knew you should post it on next door. So I made a post on next door about how I lost Bella. And- You put a picture? I put a picture. I did post a couple of other places and I had another friend post in her neighborhood, which is closer to where Bella was lost. 
meanwhile, I'm like driving. I finally get to the area where she's lost, and I got the windows open, and I just start yelling, Bella, Bella, <laughs> and like the tears are flowing, and I've like you know alarmed all my friends. I posted on next door and on Facebook, and a friend of mine who posted on next door, her friend saw the next door post, but also saw somebody who found Bella posting somewhere else, and said. Her dog is found. Oh. Here's her info. It was like that episode from what that show, um, Legally Blonde, where like all the sorority girls like got on their phone line <laughs> and called ten girls, and they called ten girls, and they called ten girls. Like that was what happened in my mind for Bella. So how fast did it take between Bella getting lost and found? Um, I think it took about two hours. Wow. wow. Probably from the time I posted, it maybe took like an hour. So what happened after you found Bella? Well, so the person that found her had dropped her off at this shelter right um, in the area where she was lost. So I went over there and I um, gave them her info. So anyway, so they brought Bella out to me and she was so happy to see me. She jumped into my arms and she literally was just climbing right on top of my shoulder. She was trying to like get right up inside my neck and just like be so close. I think she was really, she was really scared and she was tired for a few days after that adventure that she had. <laughs> and what have you done about the uh, dog walkers? Um, I'm no longer, they're no longer employed by me. <laughs> um, they're really nice people. It just wasn't a fit for Bella. Okay, yeah, because um, they lost her. <laughs> How like, did you find these dog walkers? Oh, I found them on Nextdoor. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to say thank you now to the people who helped? Yeah, if, if she's listening, if she, she's one of our yeah, hundreds thank of you thousands finding, of listeners. Thank you for finding my sweet little Bella and taking her right away to a place where she could be identified and returned to me. Yeah, that person really thought quickly. I would have by... been devastated. It was a really rough day. Hour. <laughs> <laughs> Mary found Bella in an hour. Social media has really changed the way we deal with lost pets. Yeah, no more posting signs on telephone poles. I see a few of those in our hood, but those fools should get online. <laughs> no kidding. Well, it's not just dogs and cats that get lost. I found a post about a lost chicken. Want to hear it? Yeah, sure. Okay. Mark wrote, one of our young chickens has gone missing. She has black and white feathers, friendly, and her name is Moonlight, though she probably will not come if called. Of course not, because chickens don't know their names. Well, what do they know? Not much. They have tiny brains. <laughs> well, good news. Later in the thread, Mark says the chicken was found. How? I don't know. He didn't specify. I'm going to call Mark to find out. Good idea. So, hi, Mark. I'm Jesse. Hi. How are you doing, Jesse? Great. And I was wondering if you could tell me the story of Moonlight. Well, we have we have a little menagerie at home so we have two dogs a turtle and four chickens and moonlight was one of the latest additions to the to the family and as you know when you add chickens to an existing coop they can sometimes have a little bit of a tough time fitting in sure. and i think perhaps that was moonlight's issue because there was a little bit of like, oh, you know, here's the new chickens. And we went out there and it was like, oh, we're missing one. Where is it? So we searched around. We, we posted on next door, and there were, you know, a couple of responses, some helpful, some not so helpful, but it is next door. Uh-huh. And uh, as it turns out, our chicken was hiding in the tree in the backyard. That apparently nobody was looking for the tree, for the chicken anywhere higher than six feet. And it hadn't had its wings clipped yet and had flown up and landed high in a tree, and that was where it was decided it was going to stay. So we managed to get the chicken down, chicken found, we were good to go. 
She was found in the tree, so she was basically roosting in the tree, probably. She was absolutely, yeah, she was roosting in the tree. What were your fears? What did you think could have happened to her? Well, you know, I mean, chicken napping is a thing. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, obviously the fear is that she's going to get nabbed by a cat or a, or a dog or something or hit by a car, but luckily none of those things came to fruition. How did she act afterwards? Uh, she she acted afterwards and continues to act very nonchalantly. She's of, <laughs> of of all of our of all of our chickens. She's probably the most aloof, um, and has been from day one. So she was a little a little nonplussed by the whole situation, and um, continues to sort of look at us with uh, with uh, mild indignation. And since I have to ask, do you let her cross the road? Oh, did, did the, the, the chicken cross the road? the road? No, the chicken did not cross the road. So uh, I don't have an answer for you for the age-old question. Roosting, huh? Nice showing off your chicken knowledge there, Jesse. Well, as you know, I'm a backyard chicken owner myself. Have you ever lost a chicken? Yes, Mishkebobble. Excuse me? Mishkebobble the chicken. She flew over the neighbor's garage, and then my husband had to chase her down and bring her back. So Mishka whatever was lost and then found, like moonlight. Then we lost Penny <laughs> to natural causes, sort of. What does that mean? Well, she had a tumor, and the other chickens were pecking her, so I put her outside the coop, and I think a possum ate her. Oh, that's awful. And Sally and Mishka Bobble <laughs> Jr. were taken by my former nanny's friend to make into a soup, I guess. What? Okay, I'm surprised all of your chickens don't try to fly away. I heard the soup was excellent. No, no. Okay, can we please talk about something else besides your dead chickens? Yes. Good. I found a post about a lost turtle. Thank goodness. Lindsay wrote, <laughs> We found a lost turtle in the Beverly Wood neighborhood. We gave him lettuce and water, but can't take him in. Is anyone missing a turtle? Oh, poor turtle. I called Lindsay because I wanted to find out more about it. Oh, good. I can't wait to hear. I saw that you found a turtle, and I was wondering if you could tell us the story of finding the turtle. So I actually didn't find the turtle. It was my sister-in-law who found the turtle, and she lives next door to me. So I suggested posting on next door, which I did, and the response was pretty overwhelming as far as people um, offering to help with advice on how to care for it until the owner was found. Apparently, turtle owners will put some sort of identifying marking on the turtle in case something like this happens. So we spent some time looking around the turtle to see if there was any like painted initials or, you know, any kind of indication that it belonged to somebody else. Unfortunately, we didn't find the owner, um, mm -hmm. but there was a very nice lady who has a turtle sanctuary. She came to L.A. to pick up the turtle. She has sent us several pictures of the turtle in, in her turtle sanctuaries. And um, as far as we know, the turtle is living, like, really great life in a turtle sanctuary in San Diego. So someone's been sending you pictures of the turtle in the turtle sanctuary? Yes. She, Stacy, I think that's her name. She was the one she was sending. Um, this one's beyond the app, and she was sending texts. So it worked out well. I mean, Stacy seems to have really, like, taken over this turtle. I mean, she, yep, she totally took it, over the turtle. She picked it up. She took it to yep. her yep. the forever home. Yep. The, there was a love. Her and her boyfriend, you know, when they came to pick up the turtle, they had all of the accessories in her in her car to like make sure he had a comfortable drive home. Wow. Mm -hmm. She was like the turtle. Good Samaritan. Guardian angel. Yep, she was a turtle hero. 
What a beautiful story. That Stacy woman sounds amazing. She stole the turtle from Lindsay. She turtle-napped it. Oh, come on, Jesse, you're exaggerating. She swooped in and took over. I bet Lindsay could have figured it out. No, it's a good thing Stacy swooped in because I found Stacy's post on the thread. It turns out it wasn't even a turtle. Oh, wait, what was it? It was a tortoise. Oh, okay. What's the difference? I don't know. Something to do with water. <laughs> anyway, Stacy said it was a male Russian tortoise. And listen to this. Stacy also wrote, quote, he was placed into a wonderful forever home where he has a garden and other Russian tortoise friends to live with. He fell in love with her female tortoise, but the love was unreciprocated, so it was not a love connection. Okay, come on. How did Stacy even know that? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> All right, she continues. But I took it as a good sign that he was in high spirits. At any rate, there were a lot of nice offers by people who wanted to adopt the tortoise, but I decided it was in his best interest to be in the capable hands of professional tortoise hobbyists. There you go. You got bossy Stacy took over and put the turtle where she thinks it belongs. Yeah, well, I think it worked out well because can, she continues, he was pretty distressed and turning his nose up at even the best quality organic collard greens, beer greens, kale, and even romaine lettuce. Jesus, he wouldn't even eat whole foods food? <laughs> organic <laughs> foods? It's a picky tortoise. And he was anxiously strutting around looking for a place to burrow into and hibernate. Long story short, we never found out whose tortoise Sheldon, that's what I called him, was, despite trying and fielding lots of phone calls, but he was loved all right i guess it wasn't turtle napping it was love it was true love you know what they say there's no love more precious than that between a turtle slash tortoise <laughs> and a random neighborhood social network poster who's next door is brought to you by jesse liner vos and cheryl zone music by noam liner vos graphics by sasha kuttner learn more at www.whosnextdoorpodcast.com